Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are coming to you today, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today? I'm very well, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. And hello to everyone out there in audio land. Mm. And also joining us, um, back from his... Uh, his time uh, filling in the his Imperial Masters on the goings-on of what's um, going on here is Mr. Joe Cahill. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? We are doing well. Uh, all right, guys. So one of the things that was one of the key plot points of the prequels, particularly the prequels, was this idea of the chosen one, someone who would bring balance to the force. So for tonight's episode, I wanted to kind of talk about that concept of what we think that means of bringing balance to the force, both the literal interpretation, the more metaphysical interpretations, and kind of everything in between as to Kind of the different views of of the balance and what we think that means. And then kind of go over who really was the quote-unquote chosen one. So let's talk about that term. Anakin Skywalker. Darth, his, <laughs> you know, his imperial lord, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Well, that is one way of looking at it. Well, uh, <laughs> You know, after he was done, there were two and two. That's this is true. This is true. This is true. And that is the, you can look at that as the literal interpretation of bringing balance to the force. Um, and I think that's one that really has a lot of merit. Even even if, you know, you're not joke. you know, all the all jokes aside. Um, Who's joking? <laughs> yeah. Wow, got you, you, you did. You did. Wow. <laughs> I s- slow clap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, um, but really, I mean that that seems like the only time the force was balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the only reason it was because uh, you know the one side hid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that I've heard that said a lot. You know that. You know, after after that, you had two Jedi and two Sith, and therefore, you had balance balance in the Force. Um, and I think, I mean, that that to me is one of the best examples of true balance, of you know, a yin and a yang. Um, and they even kind of hit on this in the last movie in. Um, Rise of Skywalker a little bit, just in a different way, in a more metaphysical way. Whereas when they said, I think it was the line was something about when, when darkness rises, light rises to meet it. Uh, this kind of, there has to be a balance between light and dark, light and dark. And you know, every time one gets more powerful, the other will rise up to counterbalance it. And I think this is what you saw this time with, with what Anakin did, it was the light side had become overbalanced and the darkness needed to come to counterbalance it. But then once the darkness took control, 
it snuffed out all light. So therefore the light had to come in once again to counterbalance the dark. And um, yeah, it's just kind of this whole metaphysical, you get more metaphysical when you're talking about, about that. And Right. And when you stop and think about it, yes, the Death Star was destroyed because of a young Force user in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, A New Hope. Uh, but you don't really see the light side starting to rise until Yoda's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, then Luke started coming into his powers and and becoming a match for, for Vader and the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the light side rising, of course. Yeah. And then we see the same thing repeated in Rise of Skywalker with Rey. Right, right. Which... He just starts getting stronger and stronger and stronger. She turns the uh, ally. Yeah. Just like Luke did with Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that part of the story was, uh, you know, a perfect repeat. In oh, yeah. Way, it's a big pendulum. And very seldom does the pendulum reach balance, is the way I look yeah, at it. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, to me, I look at it and... Once balance is once balance is achieved, it has to be maintained, and that's why I think, to me, the term chosen one is you know, Anakin was the chosen one. But then again, but then there's a scene in Rebels where Maul asks Obi Wan, talking about Luke, is he the chosen one? And Obi Wan says he is. Now that can be interpreted in many different ways. That can be interpreted as Obi-Wan thinking that he thought Anakin was the, really the chosen one. It turned out he wasn't. Now he thinks Luke is. Or I think it could be, they're both could be interpreted as being the chosen ones. Um, right. Same, and same thing with Ray. Yeah, Ray is the chosen Because each time, every time that the There's force... There's a chosen get, one for the generations, and the, a generation or something, and they just yeah. didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just one chosen one. It's chosen ones. And Anakin just happened to be one of those chosen ones. One of those ones to, you know, bring balance. And it could also be that you could also look at it maybe as Luke in many ways failed in his his mission to bring balance. Um, you know, that he started to, but then, you know, when something happened, he bailed. And, you know, went to Octu and did all that thing instead of doing what he should have done. I think he saw that at the end of uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker that he had, while he had failed in his, in his duty, it was now up to Rey to kind of succeed. You know, I don't know what you guys think. Do you guys think he failed in his mission or in his job of bringing balance to the Force? Um, you know, it's hard to say because like we said, light and dark by creating, uh, Kylo, he rebalanced the force. This is true. But then he ran away and it Mm -hmm. swung back to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the new order came into being, uh, and and that just kind of says it. These Mm -hmm. guys just can't get it right for balance. Yeah. Yeah. Play a little too much on either side throws it way off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Now, well, even oh, go ahead. They went through the purge, and there was still other Jedi around. So yes, but they weren't active. They weren't. I think when you're looking at this, you're looking at official, like out in the open. We're going, you know, I'm restarting. We're restarting the order, Jedi. You know, they they were. Mm-hmm. Um, Masters. Like masters and strong for not just people who were either force sensitive or had been Jedi were now in hiding. You know, um, I think for it to be balanced, it had to be they were out in the open. They were, you know, saying that they were Jedi type of a thing. Um, and we don't know how many, you know, dark side users there were that didn't consider themselves Sith. Um, right. You know, I mean, we got Maul, for example. Maul is a perfect example. He was a Sith, but once, you know, he got cut in half by Obi-Wan and um, Sidious moved on, you know, he was no longer a Sith. You know, we also had, um, you also had uh, people like, um, the night, the night sisters, who were dark side users. So you have different um, force users and different, you know, things like that. So it's it's when you look at it like that, it's really hard to see what balance, you know, balance is. I look at it more like I said earlier, the whole idea of when one side gets more powerful than the other side, the other side has to rise up to counterbalance it. Um, it's not a, it's not necessarily a, a a matter of numbers it's a matter of control and power right and if you look at it um, the Jedi you know we start off the balance is definitely on the light mm-hmm. right so Sidious and Vader become so powerful that they basically are able to balance and then overpower yeah the light side just right. the two of them right as far as force users then we get the reverse now they're so powerful that we start seeing Luke rise. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like there's a limited amount of force. Yeah. Because then Obi-Wan passes. Obi-Wan dies, Luke's able to go through training. Uh, Yoda dies, Luke gets powerful enough to confront them. Mm-hmm. 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 I never thought about it like that. Like... Uh, then Luke's able to bring Anakin back mm-hmm. to the light side. And that all weakens the Emperor enough that Luke was able to, you know... The mm. dad was actually Anakin was actually able to take him out. Yeah, but had to sacrifice his own life. Now mm. what do we have? A big shining beacon of nothing but light. Light, side. right? Which the, no which sin. which then again led to the rise of Kylo, and now we know the returning emperor. Right. The yeah. Emperor, the background again. Yeah, and I think that's the difference between. Like the Jedi now, or the, you know, the Jedi and the Sith is what well, I don't think I don't even know if that's really a difference because they both, in their own ways, didn't want, want balance. They said, like, the Jedi said they did, but in their mind, balance was well, it's all light side, right? That was we're in charge. Yeah, that's balance. You know, everything's hunky-dory. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon was very different from the rest of them. Yeah. Because 
because I think he could see it. Mm-hmm. No, that's why, you know, there's some of us that don't quite listen to you. Um, that's why there would be gray Jedi. Yeah. If you want balance, you're going to have to have gray. Exactly. Exactly. And that could come from both sides. Yeah. Some gray yeah. Sith and some gray Jedi mm-hmm. to help maintain balance. Hmm. No, I mean, they could start the whole cycle over with Ray. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. And it's an unending cycle. I mean, Better. it's really an unending cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She re- re- does the order. Um, light side comes to prominence again, and we go balancing the other direction with a new enemy in the dark yeah. side. Yeah. Well, and this goes into a bigger question of concerning the Force. Is... Now we look at light side and dark. You know, we talk about the light side and the dark side. Do you guys think that the, that the force is just the force, and whether it's dark side or light side, really depends on who's using it and how they're using it, or is there literally a dark force and literally a light force, and that someone who's a dark side user taps into that dark side, that dark force. And someone who's a light side user would tap into that light force. Or is it just the force? Um, I think it's just the force. Yeah. It's just a matter of what you use to tap into it. Yeah. Which emotions and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's true. I agree. You know, I although, agree. The way they discuss it at one point, um, it's almost like there are two when you listen to Yoda. Yeah. Is the dark, you know, is the dark side more powerful, easier, faster? Yeah. But he's basically almost saying the dark side force is easier and faster. Hmm. I don't know. This would be something like there's so many things that I would like to talk to people inside Lucasfilm and LucasArts about, as far as like these concepts like that. And now I know that officially they've said that the idea of balance is that the force just becomes the force and it's light side. You know, that's kind of the official canon explanation, but man, who cares about canon? Unless we just make up our own stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's just do it on our own. That's right. Well, you kind of have to wonder if there are separate entities of the force because they do make that distinction that there is such a thing as a living force. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they make a very solid point to make reference to that, that there's the force and there's the living force. So I kind of wonder if there are, uh, like, separate chunks of the force that you can tap into. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I've always heard, the best way I've always heard the force described as similar to in Asian Asian religions of chi. Um, mm-hmm. And the kind of, like this kind of thing that f- flows through you. And that's even what they say. It flows through you and around you, surrounds you. Um, so, I don't know. It's... It's a tough call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally think that it's just the force but then it can take different forms and different um you know 
Yeah, it could take like different forms and different, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, paths. I, that's the best way I can t- take it. But I think even in in the original trilogy, they kind of hinted at the live, at the quote unquote living force, you know, when he said that it surrounds all living things. That everything, yeah. everything around you, everything you see is surrounded by this force. And, um, yeah. So, I don't. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, if there, are, if there's multiple sides to it, I kind of it leads you to wonder if, and this kind of goes to what we were talking about um, in the last episode of uh the gray jedi and mm-hmm. you know just just force users in general but could somebody with a strong enough resolve and a strong enough willpower the force without being corrupted mm. and if they could would that constitute a balance in the force mm. what is this corruption you speak of um i don't that's a good one because the the leadership abilities yeah (laughs) well i mean we see a very physical change in anybody who uses the dark side of the force so i guess i guess that would be my definition of it Hmm. um so if perhaps anakin was a little more strong in in the willpower department maybe he could have actually used the dark side for good i think that but i think that's also i think um, for a lot of people who fall to the dark side that is their downfall is they think they're strong enough to control to control it and yeah, and, and when you talk about it like that, then you almost it almost turns it back to the idea that there is a dark force. That mm-hmm. that there because you know people th- people go into it thinking, I'll just dabble, you know, I'll just stick my toe into it a little bit, I'll just you know, or they'll say like you said, I'll just use it for I'll, I'm going to use it for good for good for good, I'm going to use these dark side techniques, I'm going to do these things, but it's for the greater good. And then before you know it, you know, you're, you're all in, you know, you're, you're being controlled by it. Well, you know, uh, interesting way to look at it. I also wonder if yes. Hello. Ah, You know, by using do evil and everything else, it is actually changing you and causing this damage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, but you're, I but you're powerful enough to keep going. Unfortunately, I didn't hear any of that conversation. For some reason, it just muted everything. Oh, yeah. I heard. I heard. I heard Ray going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I can see. Uh, can I can hear you now. What I said was, what if the you know there is no light or dark side of the force? It's the living force, mm-hmm. but you get the damage of being a Sith or dark user. 
because yeah. the force is actually punishing you for using it that way. Mmm. Mmm. That's that is interesting. Well, that kind of brings into a, a more of a Western concept rather than an Eastern concept, in in that you know in the practice most of the time in like uh wiccan and you know pagan things like that is you know the threefold rule if you if you use black magic or or things like of that nature it will come back on you threefold Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like yes it is very powerful and it will achieve your goal however you're gonna pay for it right right that's that's almost kind of a Western thought. Hmm. I, well, I mean, we've talked, we kind of talked about this, uh, in our episode on Star Wars and religion, how, you know, Luke, George kind of mixed different, different faiths and different religions and different belief systems, both Eastern and Western. And, you know, that's, you know, that's a really good, that's a really good thought too. I actually never thought about it like that, but, um, what about the idea? Do you think I do the... like the idea that Joe brought up, though, that the living force is punishing you? I like that too. Uh, which, at, which, which bears the question: Is the force sentient? Oh, is it a? If we call, if we you know refer to it as the living force, is it sentient? Does it think? Does it react? Or does it act? Or does it just react to? what we do and what we, you know, what goes on around it is, you know, is everything that the force does to people and through people something that is just reactionary or is it something that is an action that it takes of its, that it can it act of its own accord? Well, I think it would be more of a reactionary thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not sentient, but take the Jedi code when at peace and doing this, you access the force and you can use it no badness yeah when you access it with the other emotions and everything else the force reacts to that mm. by giving you the yellow eyes and starting to cause your body to corrupt and all that yeah. stuff well and we've seen that we've seen that in certain objects that are imbued with the force can feel some sort of pain um maybe not the same way we would think of it but uh like in the new canon they had the concept of they've introduced the concept of the Sith bleeding the bleeding their the crystal of um when they when they build their lightsaber they have to kill a Jedi and then take that crystal from their lightsaber and then they basically Im- imbue it with all of their hate, all of their anger, all of their rage, all of their dark the dark side energy that they have until the pure white until that crystal cracks and bleeds yeah and the con it's almost like the, the way it's described is that the the crystal is feeling the pain um of this of this dark side user and it can't take it so it literally break cracks it and causes it to bleed so again i mean again the question i mean even if we don't look at it as being sentient, is it still capable of some basic 
feeling like pain, joy, happy, you know, because I think, you know, we can look at animals that are not, not quote unquote sentient and we can see that they feel that they have basic emotions, you know, happiness, you know, they can be happy, they can be angry. Um, or again, is it just kind of like a thing? I kind of wonder if it is reactionary, and I know this will draw a little bit of ire, but we have the case of the Metachlorians, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. I always kind of viewed when they brought those up, even though it was very briefly, thankfully, when they brought those up, I kind of imagined those as being like just cells in your body, not necessarily, you know, sentient or anything like that, but they're reactionary like no no cell wants to be destroyed so it does what it has to do to survive so i kind of wonder like if the force is described as being you know in us around us in every living thing in everything period then does that mean that everything has metachlorian hmm Yeah, I think to varying numbers and degrees, obviously. Yeah, and that that is the one thing that kind of, when looking back at it, kind of made made the to me the midichlorians not make sense because the midichlorians were just des- were described as being microscopic creatures, which would make the force, mm-hmm. you know, a you know, a living thing, a living creature, and instead of just this metaphysical force and yeah when you talk about it like that then you're like wait a minute all these little creatures are swimming around us and ew (laughs) (laughs) i mean it would be the same as any other you know germ or you know this is true to be crass but again i've heard that described i've heard that you know described too that you know that they basically turned the force into a disease (laughs) <laughs> right. that COVID-19 edition yeah exactly right? exactly well, okay so what about this thing think about maybe this is kind of what and we'll never truly know until you know george actually comes out and says something but what if he was kind of leaning towards heading towards the idea that the midichlorians were just conduits allowing us to bridge that gap and channel the force and the reason we see deformities with the dark side user is because when you're channeling the force in that way, mm-hmm. it takes a toll on those cells or those germs or whatever you want to call them. And that's the that's what you're seeing change in the person. Hmm. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there. Oh, no, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a, you know, that's a, a, uh, a good idea. I mean, nothing that we're really saying here is necessarily wrong. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because we're all just speculating and we're all, you know, just kind of throwing ideas out there. And like you said, until, you know, George comes out and says, you know, definitively, this is what it was. Or until, you know, we see something that says definitively, this is what it was. A lot of this is just speculation. Well, and if George does come out and say, this is what it was, then we're going to get Disney coming out and saying, no, it's not. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> no, we did away with that. And then we're it gonna have. God. And then we're gonna have uh, all the other fanboys saying, "Nope, you both are wrong. This is what it is." Yeah, all of you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swore the star guys. They were way wrong. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's this new EU book that makes everything they said non-canonical. <laughs> <sighs> oh, but, man. I, I mean, it, it's... The Force is a very tricky thing because it was, and as we know, through Yoda, as we know, Lucas was big into the whole mystery thing. And mm -hmm. so... Yeah, he gave us a little bit of what the Force was, and then he's like, eh, we'll figure out the rest. Yeah. And yeah. here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And I like the idea of the combination between Eastern and Western. Yeah. Yes. I do, too. I like the idea that the Force punishes people. I like, I like that, too. I like that, too. <laughs> it just needs to change sides. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, on that note, uh, I think we're going to have a little bit of a short show tonight. Um, I know Ray has to jump out, had to jump out early, and uh, I kind of do too. So we'll just kind of have a little bit of a short show today. But I think we had a really good discussion um, yeah. talking oh, about yeah. the Force. So uh, as we always do, what's that? I have one more little thing to bring up just real quick. I, I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. Did either of you see the new trailer for season two of The Mandalorian? I have not seen it yet. No, I have not. Okay. I don't know if it's a joke. I really, really hope it is a joke. Um, but, okay, I'll, I'll let you all watch it, and we can talk about it hopefully next time. All right. Well, that's something to look forward to next week, then. Uh, we will break down uh, the trailer for... Season two of The Mandalorian. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's uh, wrap things up here. And Joe, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me out there at uh, Facebook, Joe Cahill, director, producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Steamhouse Entertainment, Twitter, uh, Coffee Steampunk, and of course, always right here at War of the Stars. All right. And Ray, where can people find you on the interwebs? I can be found on the Facebook and the Twitter under the Leo effects. I don't have personal anymore. That's that's just my thing now. Um, and that's pretty much the only socials. And then, of course, right here on War of the Stars. All right. And, of course, you can contact us here at War of the Stars uh, several different ways. If you want to email us, you can do that through at waroftheStars1 at gmail.com. Twitter, we are at WarOfTheStars1. And also Facebook, um, you can contact us there through our group uh, or the, the Facebook page. Both uh, to search War of the Stars will take you right to it. And of course, our Patreon is patreon.com backslash WarOfTheStars1. Or you can just support us on our Anchor page. Just click that support tab. Uh, give us five-star reviews anywhere you can. goes a long way. And tell your friends. Tell your, your neighbors. 
heck, tell tell your worst enemy. We don't care. We just want more people to listen to our show. Um, <laughs> but that will do it for us tonight. Um, so may the strength of the Empire protect you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure. Sure. Why not? Go. We'll go with that. Uh, and may you not be punished by the living force. Yes. Oh yeah. So. Uh, but seriously, evil Jedi never rise. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but seriously, folks, um, stay safe out there. Um, just do what you can, and we're all gonna get through this someday. Um, but and as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. <laughs>